Hi and welcome back. This is Real Estate Home Buying and Selling, Keeping It Simple. This is your host, Ray Dove of REMAX Eastside Brokers Inc. Hope you had a great week. Hope you enjoyed my brief intro from last week. This week I thought I'd talk a little bit more about the home buying process. So you're on all the different websites that are out there, the typical real estate websites, Redfin, Zillow, Realtor.com, Homes.com, and you're kind of browsing. You're kind of, wow, it'd be kind of nice to go find a house and call it our own. So whether it's a condo or home or farm. So once you find a home or two, what do you do next? One bit of information that you should be aware of is that all those homes that you're seeing on those home real estate sites, even local real estate company sites, all those, all that data comes directly from our MLS. So what's advertised on any one real estate website is advertised on every real estate website, including Redfin, including Zillow. What you need to know is that Zillow is a data portal. It provides data. So they've got a licensing agreement with the MLSs throughout the country or in the markets that they serve. And that enables them to get the data from the MLS and share it on a website called Zillow. Whereas a company like Redfin and John O. Scott, Windermere, Remax, Century 21, you name it, they're all real estate companies. So when they become a real estate company and they become a member on the local MLS, they get access to all the homes that are for sale on the market. So where do those homes come from? Well, believe it or not, it all starts with the real estate agent that the seller has decided to hire. So they hire me to represent them as their seller's agent. I then put together all the paperwork, lay out all the information, get all the pictures taken, then we upload it to our MLS. So once it gets uploaded to the MLS, it then becomes available to all the real estate websites out there. So you'll find it on any website you go, but it all starts with the real estate agent uploading the information. So now you found these homes on the sites and you'll see, oh, they're having open houses. Let's go to some open houses and check out some of these homes, which I think is a great idea. You get familiar with the type of styles that are out there, locations, neighborhoods, what homes you're selling for, what are you getting for the amount of money you want to spend on a home. That's a great way to go out and get familiar with the marketplace. But what you also need to know is, in most cases, the real estate agent that's sitting in the open house, if it's with that real estate company, they are representing the seller. So if you decide to buy that home, they need to disclose to you that they represent the seller. Now, what does that mean to you as this home buyer, whether you're new in the market or you've bought and sold homes over the years, they have to declare that they either represent the seller or they're gonna represent you or they're gonna enter into dual agency. All those are different. We'll touch upon those on another day. But my question to you is, do you really think you can be best represented on how to prepare the best offer that works best for you with the terms and conditions that you want with an agent that represents the seller? I would beg to say no. 
that you would not be well represented in that case. But at the end of the day, it's your decision. But let's go back to you going out and visiting open houses. I think it's a great idea. Now, after you got to fill the land, what you need to do is reach out to your bank, whether it's your local bank, whether it's a national bank, or if you're doing business with a credit union, you need to meet with them or fill on their online approval platform, fill out their application, and get pre-approved for financing so that they can run your credit, run your income, verify that you have the necessary funds in which to buy a house. With that in hand, you're actually a gold-plated buyer, but what really helps you in the home search process is that you now know with the amount of money you have for a down payment, the loan programs they have available for you, you can now determine what's the most you can pay for a house. There's no sense going out looking at $2 million homes if you can only afford a $500,000 home. It's great to see what some of these really expensive homes have to offer, but that's not going to help you as you go through trying to find the home that's going to work for you. So get pre-approved. If you don't know a lender or you prefer not to use your the bank that you bank with, there's all kinds of ways to get more information about other lenders. You can reach out to any real estate agent you know. And they may have two or three people you can chat with. There's no obligation whatsoever to talk to any of these lenders. However, don't go around and get credit reports for each one because that'll bring your credit report score down. What you're doing is interviewing people, understanding what their programs they have to offer you, find out what the cost is going to be to get that loan. They all have to provide you with a good faith estimate. And I'll get into that on another week. But there's certain steps there so you can find a lender that you can feel comfortable with, get pre-approved, and with that in hand, you're ready to maybe continue your search on your own in hopes that you can find the deal or you're ready to go try to find a real estate agent that will best represent you and your efforts and your interest in buying a home. Where do you find a real estate agent? Yeah, they're advertised all over the internet too. Some are brand new in the business. Some have been in the business like me for over 40 years. Which ones are good? Which ones aren't? You know, you need to shuffle through that deck, so to speak, as well. Maybe one resource is ask your friends, ask your coworkers. You can certainly go to Zillow and look up Zillow reviews. That might give you a leading indicator of who's really working the market versus who's not. But I don't know if I'd really hang my hat on Zillow reviews per se. Some agents aren't very good about keeping that updated. So even though they only show 10 homes that they've sold, they probably sold a lot more but just haven't updated the platform. Shame on them, but that, that certainly is one way in which you can look to help find a realtor. I personally think a realtor referred to you by a friend, family member, or coworker, that would be a good place to start. And I would set up a meeting with them and that meeting is just going to be an informational meeting. You're not obligated to work with that real estate agent. However, if you, after you leave that meeting, you feel comfortable in doing so, and you would like to work with that realtor, then you and the real estate agent would plot a course for 
a, a path to success. And they should be able to coach you on all the different things that you're going to need to be aware of. I mean, there's the home searching process. There's the process of elimination. Once you find two or three homes you like, the process of assessing the value of those homes, the process of determining what would be a good and fair offer. Are you in the middle of a seller's market, a buyer's market? What does that look like? How do you have to be best prepared? How to structure the offer for your financing, building inspection. Maybe the home has a septic system you need to be aware about. Maybe the home has a sewer capacity charge left over from when it was new. Uh, maybe it's in a homeowners association. Maybe there's covenants, conditions, and restrictions, what we call CCNRs that you need to be aware of. There might be an oil tank left on the property. There's just a whole list of things that the realtor you decide to do business with will help coach you through those steps. But once you enter into that agreement, whether it's verbal or whether it's a written contract that says, hey, I'm your agent, I'm your buyer's agent, wherever you find that home, you're going to come back to me, your real estate agent, and I'm going to coach you through that whole home purchasing process as I should because that's where you really need me the most. Yes, you can drive around and look at all the homes you want by yourself, certainly. However, when it's time to purchase, don't you really want somebody that's going to be in your corner, put the paperwork down the proper way, you know, look over everyone's shoulder to make sure that the home purchase is being done to protect you and help you accomplish what you want to go. Isn't that what you really want? As opposed to just showing up at an open house and have someone convince you that, oh my gosh, if you don't buy right now, you're going to lose out on this house. When someone says that to me, I back right up. Why do I need to be pressured into buying a home? How do I know I'm not paying too much for it? How do I know when they ask me to waive the building inspection that there's problems with the house? A good real estate agent is a layer of protection for you, the home buyer. So what do we do from here? Well, there's so many steps to home buying and there's so many discussion points I can go over. My advice here is put together your home wish list to determine what's important to you. Is it location to schools, location to work, location to shopping, less traffic time, you know, what you, what you think your initial price range would be, how many bedrooms, how many baths, how, how old of a home are you thinking, the overall property size, what are your negotiables? Do you have maybe a a list of things that you must have and some things you're willing to be flexible on. Because I will share with you, this whole process of looking for a home is a process of elimination. You're going to eliminate properties that don't fit whatsoever. They look great online with the professional photos. They seem to be in the neighborhood you want. They have the bedrooms and bathrooms you want. But then when you drive out to the home, the neighborhood's not consistent with the home. Or there's other conditions around the property that don't seem that desirable to you. So that's what you need to set out. And then when you're out with the real estate agent, you have those open conversations so that the real estate understands 
what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish and they can help steer you towards properties that meet that criteria list as opposed to showing you properties that are nowhere near what you're looking for. How frustrating that would be to be out looking at homes that you have no interest in at all. So why, why waste the time and energy? So let's start with your wish list. Browse the internet for homes that you like. Get pre-approved for financing from a lending institution. Go sit and meet with a real estate agent and start the journey and have fun of looking for your next home, your next new home, or your first new home, whatever the case is, and have fun looking and exploring. Hire an agent that will work to your best interest and have fun with them. Don't be afraid to share what you're looking for and what you're not looking for. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm kind of running short on time now. This is Ray Dove. Remax Real Estate in Bellevue, Washington, 425-681-8630. And this is real estate home buying and selling, keeping it simple for you.